guys want to talk about storyline, stupidity. You want to talk about, by far, in my opinion, one of the worst Batista promos. You know it's bad when they do a video poking fun of you with Spice Girls. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the World Club Wrestling Podcast with yours truly. I am the franchise. This will be episode 28 of this revamped podcast. A lot to get into today. We have this weekend is Stone Cold because I'm recording this on March 17th and yesterday was March 16th. 316. <laughs> I will be playing at the end of this episode the infamous birth of Austin 316. I will be playing that clip before I get into any other details or get into any other tidbits, news, information, my opinion on things. I just want to touch on Austin, Stone Cold, the rattlesnake himself, and just where I stand with the great stone cold he is in my top five as far as wrestlers of all time i believe i even we did an episode and we talked about our favorites and stone cold was in the top five changed the landscape of wrestling as we see it as we know it pioneered started something started the he was one of the driving forces of the attitude era Arguably one of the best eras, if not the best era in all of wrestling. A lot of people will say the golden ages. Some people may even say that this PC era that we live in is well, not living, but the PC era that we are in right now in wrestling is probably good. It's probably better. Um, I know that Sheamus had said something like that at one point, and a few other people have thought and feel that way. I grew up during that era like I was at like I was a teenager at this time during the attitude era and that's when I my love for wrestling really grew so a special place in my heart for for me my favorite stone cold moment is so many you know there's so many we can go to the infamous Stone Cold and Rock, all their moments that they had. We had the we had the infamous beer truck incident where he pulled up in the beer truck the Monday the go home at the go home show of WrestleMania where he sprayed the corporation down. We have the infamous Intercontinental title getting thrown in the water. We had the you know the Austin 316 pager we have it happened to him but we have the infamous milk truck we have him beating Booker T's ass at the grocery store but I'll say one of my favorite Stone Cold moments was actually at the pay-per-view and it's when Stone Cold started to get into the, the comedic side of him. He started to get a little funnier. He started to get a little bit more wittier and it was when Vince was cutting his promo and Vince was sitting there and Vince was trying to rally up the troops. It was Stone Cold, it was Kurt Angle, it was Jericho, it was Undertaker and it was Kane. And Austin was sitting there. All right, now, gentlemen, we're here to discuss Team WWF. I'd like to have your undivided attention. So, what were you saying? This is the most serious threat the World Wrestling Federation has ever known. And you, Chris Jericho, Kane, Kane, Undertaker, Undertaker, we do have a deal. We got a deal. And Stone Cold, shut up. So, and you, Kurt, all together. And whether we like it or not, whether we like each other or not. Like it doesn't. It doesn't matter. 
It don't matter. Because we're going into invasion. Invasion? We're going into this with both WCW and ECW breathing down our necks. Breathing down our necks. They're breathing down. Now, damn it! Let's get together. We've got to have leadership here. We have to unify. We have to function as one unit. Otherwise, we'll break apart. They'll pick us apart out there. Pick us apart. Now, I want a commitment from each and every one of you that we're going to have unity. We're going to support each other. Support each other. And more than anything else in the world, at Invasion, we will kick WCW and ECW's collective We'll have your word on that. Why would you just let Kane out him? Because two men can't do this. It's five on five. Five on five. What are you going to do with this? And the risks are just too damn great. I'm in! Count me in! Count him in, too! Yeah. All right. Together, as the old expression goes, united we stand, divided we fall. Let's stand tall. Let's stand tall just for once for the WWF. So that is one of my takes on the on the the rise of arguably one of the greatest wrestlers of all times that being Stone Cold Steve Austin already a first battle hall of famer already in the hall of fame <laughs> so every year it is on March 16th it is 316 day it is Austin 316 day so going from the all one of the, arguably one of the greatest to what we have now in the world of professional wrestling and in the world of the WWE. So this week was kind of an interesting week. It was the first it was the first week leading fully into WrestleMania. Fastlane was last weekend. So we straight go right into WrestleMania. We started off Monday night with the Shield giving their farewell address. Not gonna lie to you, I really thought that this was gonna be the moment. Not not at that moment because obviously they're doing their farewell, but for some reason I had a feeling that Monday would be the day or the night that Dean Ambrose turns. That's what I thought. I thought that what they was going to do was Roman was going to have a match because Roman said, I have a match against Baron Corbin. And I thought that with that happening, I felt like maybe Dean will turn on him. Something will happen. Dean will come out to help Roman and then Dean will turn on Roman. Now, thinking now about it, after watching it and seeing the the aftermath of what happened, Drew McIntyre coming out, attacking Roman, beating Roman down, then going on to beating Dean Ambrose down, I understand why they didn't do that. Here's why. In my personal opinion, Dean Ambrose... If Dean turned on Roman and Seth Rollins didn't come out, flags would be thrown. People will be wondering, well, why didn't Seth come out? Then it'll have to be Seth trying to sit there and trying to explain, listen, I got bigger things to work. It, it'll, it'll be too much to kind of deal with. So I can understand why they turned around and said, no. We're going to let this play out. So do I see Dean Ambrose or not Dean? Do I see Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre 
in the foreseeable future at WrestleMania? I could. I very much can see that. You know, if you see how Drew attacked him and viciously attacked him, I can I can understand why they might have Drew versus Roman at WrestleMania. Be a first match for Roman to come back, his first singles match for him to come back. So I can I can see where that comes into play. Which then makes me feel like there's not gonna be a Dean Ambrose turn. I hope it is, but um my 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 thoughts are still my expectations are still they're kind of at a medium right now. You know, my expectations for a Dean turn, if I was to do a scale one through ten, I'd probably put it right in the middle, it's probably at a five. So speaking of WrestleMania, we did have a show in Benjamin sighting. You know, with I'm speaking of WrestleMania because I'm speaking I was gonna speak on Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. Brock is supposed to be there this Monday. Going to be interesting to see how that plays out. I like the interaction between Seth and Paul. I loved the montage video that they had of Brock Lesnar. And then Shelton comes out of nowhere. You know, very, very random that I've seen Shelton. But I'm not surprised seeing those if Shelton has the amateur wrestling background. Brock Lesnar, amateur wrestling background, collegiate wrestling background. So I can understand why they put, why Benjamin came on and attacked Seth Rollins. It was a good match. Don't don't get it like it was a great match. Shawn Benjamin is one of those people that I don't think can ever put on a bad match with somebody. But it was a very, it was, I was surprised to see it. But then again, you know, I'm I'm not, I do know that Paul Heyman and Sean Benjamin did work together in the past. So I'm not surprised, you know, but I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy to see that Benjamin came out. I don't think that we're going to see him again after, yeah, after last Monday. But we have this Monday coming up, so we never know. He might show up. He might appear with Brock Lesnar again. I don't really think so. I don't think Brock really works well with people, like, with people, unless it's Paul. So, we go from there, and let's get right into a topic that I'm very upset about. I don't like it. I was just pissed, but I knew it was going to happen. And that is my guy, Finn, losing the Intercontinental title. To Bobby Lashley, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed, but I'm not <laughs> because I've seen this before. I knew this was gonna happen. Finn didn't have the title for that long. It leaves you to wonder what's gonna happen with Finn at Mania. I seen. Ronda Rousey posted the WrestleMania poster on her Instagram account. And in the poster, on there's the Demon King on the poster. Don't get my hopes up. Don't don't do that, WWE. I've been a fan of yours since I was a kid. <laughs> don't get my hopes up. Don't get my hopes up thinking that the Demon King will appear at Wrestlemania I wanted him to appear last year it was his first Wrestlemania but it didn't happen for obvious reasons I'm not even upset about it because he was spreading awareness he had the LGBT Bella Club shirt had all the LGBT community out there with him with the Bella Club shirts on it was a positive moment and I'm never going to take away from a positive moment ever, especially when you are spreading awareness of something. I'm never going to do that. But I did want the demon. Don't tease me that the demon is going to be at this year's WrestleMania. But the question is, 
if he does appear, who's he fighting? Now, there's been a lot of different speculations. One of the biggest ones is the dead man himself, The Undertaker. And I'll say this. If Undertaker and Demon King face each other at WrestleMania, I can understand why this pay-per-view is going to be like eight hours long. Because probably an hour and a half of it, an hour alone, is just going to be of Undertaker entrance and Demon King's entrance. Because... The entrance, the ramp going to the ring is going to be ridiculously long. Undertaker entrance is ridiculously long. And then when Finn dresses up in Demon, his entrance is kind of long, depending on the atmosphere, you know, what the theme of his Demon is going to be. I know when they were in London the one time, he did the whole Jack Ripper, like, paying homage to him. So it's it, it'll be interesting to see. They're in New York, so I don't really know what they're going to do. Maybe a Gotham, maybe like a Gargoyle type of event. It, it, it will be interesting to see. I'm not going to hold you to it, but I don't want to see Undertaker versus Finn. Undertaker in the last few matches, I say, I say Roman Reigns. I'll say since the Roman Reigns match at WrestleMania, he has not been good. He's been old. Like you can see it. You can see Undertaker is old in these matches. He is old, like dirt old, and that's not good. That's not good whatsoever. So speaking of, also I'm tackling on WrestleMania. Let's talk about a few matches that was announced this week, mainly on SmackDown. So as of right now, there is five matches currently on the card at WrestleMania. The two matches that we already knew about was the Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Triple Threat for the Raw Women's Championship. On Raw, we found out, as you heard in the intro clip, Batista versus Triple H. No holes bar. Give me what I want. <laughs> Match. And then on SmackDown, I... Obviously, we had Shane McMahon challenge The Miz and say, not even challenge, tell Miz that you have a match at WrestleMania against me. I don't really like how they brought back the world, um, the best of the world. He's bringing back the best of the world cup, the little trophy. I really don't like that. I, I understand that's the... That's the focal point. That's what brought them two together. But it's it's just, for me personally, it's not really what I wanted The Miz to be into at this time going into WrestleMania, honestly. He's a face. Why didn't you just try to incorporate Daniel Bryan into this? Just because I know that a lot of people, and even Miz and Daniel Bryan both said, they wouldn't mind having their match, their final, like, their showdown match to be at WrestleMania for the title. So I don't understand why you don't have that, especially now that you did the switch. And because you did the switch, you really haven't seen Miz and Daniel Bryant work together since the switch. Since Miz pretty much called him out and said, see, I told y'all this is who he really is. I just... That that just bothers me, you know. I'm gonna get into a hot take about New Day, but that's what really bothers me. And then, so we have this match coming up: Shane versus Miz at Mania. Shane said, you know, he said what he said about Miz and said that he's gonna give him a beating, and this beating is gonna be awesome and 
all that stuff. This Tuesday, Miz is going to be on SmackDown. He's going to address Shane McMahon and everything like that. I think that the build is going to be pretty good. Miss is always good at building and hyping up matches. So I'm not going to hold Miz. I'm not going to say that the build for the match is going to be horrible because I don't think it is. I think Shane and Miz, Miz more than Shane, is going to be able to carry this rival on. Then we have AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. That was announced at Mania as well. Randy Orton is back on his legend killer the legends that you look the legends you deemed as legends the people that you look at as legends he's back on that wave and now his target is AJ Styles I like the I like the promo that they cut you know that Randy cut there was a Dixie reference in there there also was you know he said that you're renting from me I kind of liked how he took the the house that AJ Styles built and Randy Orton kind of just took it and flipped it and made it seem like, oh, I'm the landlord. You're renting from me. I, I like that. I'm not going to hold you on that. You know, I kind of I love when Randy's a heel. I don't like when Randy is a face. I prefer Randy as a heel. Just being honest with you guys. And then it was announced this week on Monday who the host of WrestleMania is going to be. Alexa Bliss. Now, I love Alexa Bliss. I really do. But I'm worried. I'm worried because I don't know what her status is as far as in-ring competition. Once you start seeing somebody getting more, doing more hosting than actually competing or doing other things other than competing in the ring it does leave you to wonder i know she had a concussion and they had they were kind of doubtful for her and i get it because they don't they have a lot invested in alexa bless she is arguably one of the best on the mic psychology in the ring she's one of the best Currently, currently, you know, her in-ring work, fine-tuning, yes, but the psychology that she does, the mannerisms that she does in the ring, the trash-talking, all that is down-packed. She's one of the best, you know, but ring, ring, the ring arsenal could be a little bit better, could be a little bit better. But all the other stuff, she got it down pack. I just wish that she was actually in Mania. I do. Now we have Kurt Angle and his farewell match. Now, WWE.com released eight dream opponents for Kurt Angle's farewell match at WrestleMania. And these are the people. And after I gave up the names, I'm going to give you my opinion on them. We have John Cena. We have Shelton Benjamin. Samoa Joe. Chad Gable. The Undertaker. Rey Mysterio. Roman Reigns. And Drew McIntyre. Now, my personal opinion, my opinion, John Cena. I'm not the biggest John Cena fan, but I will tell you, it probably will be an honor and a privilege for John Cena to wrestle Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle was the first person to face John Cena at SmackDown. The ruthless aggression. Kurt Angle was inducted in the Hall of Fame by John Cena. These two have a relationship. Like, that's like a mentor to John Cena. Kurt Angle is. So it would only be right to have John Cena versus Kurt Angle. 
in my personal opinion, I really feel like that's going to happen. I think that John Cena Kurt Angle is going to have one more match because they never had, I believe, after that match, I don't think they had like another match again. I don't really think so. Well, no, I take that back. They did. They did because when Kurt was the wrestling machine, he, he was he was giving John Cena the business. This is followed up with Shelton Benjamin. Now, Team Angle. <laughs> there is the Team Angle connect between these two. These two do have an excellent amateur background. Kurt Angle obviously has a better background than Shelton because Kurt Angle won the Olympics. <laughs> he competed at the Olympics and won. But Shelton Benjamin is somebody that, as you know, was taken under Kurt Angle's wing, was brought into the business a part of Team Angle with the world's greatest tag team, him and Charlie Haas. And it kind of would be like a, I said John Cena and John Cena was the the protege of him, but not the protege, but he, that was a mentor to him. But Shelton and Chad, Charlie Haas, Jason Jordan, those were protégés of a said Kurt Angle. So Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable are both in the same as far as my opinion on them too. It's the protege. It's you know Samoa Joe would be a TNA fantasy like it would literally make TNA so happy and proud to see Samoa Joe who got his name really in TNA and Kurt Angle, who was a part of TNA at one time, to go at it. it that, that would be. This is why I don't think it's going to happen, though. Samoa Joe is United States champion. I think Samoa Joe will be facing possibly Mustafa Ali at WrestleMania. But it would be kind of like a it would be kind of a ideal match TNA to TNA, you know, Samoa is a TNA alum. Kurt Angle at the tail end of his career was in TNA, so I get it. Undertaker, no, I'm not even going. I'm not even going. No, no, no. I don't even want Undertaker to compete. No, they're both old. Kurt Angle, if you see him, he kind of gets real winded real quickly in the ring. And when he like when he does suplexes and even when he does the ankle slam, it doesn't look like it doesn't look great. And Undertaker is not great in the ring. <laughs> so, so to see them two, no. I will definitely pass on that. I don't want to even think about them two. Rey Mysterio is an interesting one. It is an interesting one. They did have arguably one of the best matches on, I believe it was SummerSlam 2001, when Shawn Michaels came back, when Brock won the universe, well, not universal, when Brock won the undisputed title against The Rock. They had a great match at that at that SummerSlam. So, I can see that. They always had great chemistry together. So, I can see them two facing each other off. Roman, no. And the reason why I say no is because, like I said, I think Drew is going to face Roman. But I wouldn't be surprised. Drew versus Kurt. Because of the situation that Drew did with Kurt a couple of weeks ago, maybe a maybe a month ago, when he, you know, made him tap and all this other stuff, I could see that. But all nope, my person that I have in mind is the one and only John Cena. That's what I have. I have John Cena, Kurt Angle, WrestleMania. Now we go from that. We're going to talk. Let's talk a little bit about the triple threat at the granddaddy of them all. And let's talk about Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey has been fined by the WWE as a result of her unprofessional actions last Monday night on Raw. 
due to the confidentiality of Ronda Rousey's contract. And I use air quotes when I say contract. The amount of the fine will not be disclosed. Appropriate action has been taken. There's also been reports that Ronda Rousey may not return after this year due to her not feeling happy about the the fans turning on her. (sighs) Let me clarify something to you. Ronda Rousey is under contract till 2021. 2021. She signed January last year. So she signs a three-year deal. Now, for everybody that is saying all these things about she's leaving, no, she can't leave. She's under contract. Vince is not going to give away one of his biggest assets. Now, what they're going to do, in my opinion, is they're going to just tailor her more like Brock. I said this in the po- I said this in the pre-show before Fastlane, and I said I think I talked a little bit about it on the post-show. Ronda is being built now, similar to how Brock Lesnar is being built. Think about it. Literally, think about when Brock came back, and look at the pair, and look at how Ronda Rousey is being treated now. All she needs is Paul Heyman. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman. All she needs is Paul Heyman now. But what I don't like is during her YouTube show which I think is not the best thing. I I get that they have, like I know Bianca Belair and Montez Ford, they have their YouTube channel of them together. I know Mandy and Sonya Deville have their YouTube channel together. I'm starting to see that a lot of wrestlers are creating platforms, like YouTube platforms, where they are themselves. And I get that. By all means, I get that because what they're doing is just showing the fans the other side of them. But you kind of break certain old traditions. And I understand the term kayfabe, kayfabe is dead now. I understand that. I, I get it. But there's certain individuals, there's certain people, there's certain characters that cannot go out of this position. They, they, they can't do this. Ronda's one of them. I've been saying, I've been one of the biggest Ronda Rousey supporters since Ronda signed her deal with the WWE. I've been one of the biggest people to sit there and say, I want Ronda to be healed. I don't want I don't like this 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 smiles and cookie cutter and waving to the fans and being all happy. I understand the first go around like your first WrestleMania after that, I think she should have just turned it up a notch and just go straight into this mode, but she didn't and it bothered me. Cuz she was always smiling and happy and just so glad to be there. Nah, you need to she needed to cut it. And to see her, you know, the YouTube videos like her fast lane on the road to fast lane, I could, it was very cringeworthy worthy to me watching her do that. Because you're supposed you're supposed to be this badass, this this girl that is supposed to take no prisoners, take no shit from nobody, and you're just joking and doing all this and then a third. Like go to kayfabe. Go to that, you know, you're not really doing this and then third. You're not really really against the fans. Be like Brock. You know? 
But uh, everybody's saying that she's leaving. She's not leaving. If she was, she'll take like a break. But I don't see her leaving. She's too much of a draw. Vince and them love her. She's too much of a draw. Too much. She's even getting better in the ring. She's doing things in the ring that, you know, most superstars, it's hard for them to do. It is. It's very hard. And listen, with with that, I've oh, I'm still I'm still convinced and I'm still predicting wise, prediction wise, I'm still saying I'm still holding Charlotte's winning the, the Raw Women's title on this day. She's winning. She's winning at Mania. I'm not. I, I believe it because I feel like the the focus is on Becky and Ronda and Charlotte's kind of like the outcast. But she did kind of insert herself this past Tuesday. But I still just think that the focus is going to be on Becky and Ronda. It's not on Charlotte. Like Charlotte's kind of the outcast. So that's why I think Charlotte's going to win. She is. You know, and, and we're still on the WrestleMania wave. So before I get into my hot take, and this involves a new day, this also involves Daniel Bryant. I want to talk a little bit about what's going on at NXT. Uh, Tomasa Ciampa did have successful surgery on his neck. Um, this Wednesday, Triple H will address the NXT title and state of it and what's going to happen. I feel like there might be a, like a triple threat, maybe a fatal four-way, maybe a six-man match. I can see Adam Cole being a part of it. Uh, see, I want to say Ricochet, Black, and Gargano, but you have Black and and Ricochet, they're kind of, I mean, they did have their, apparently they had their farewell address at the, at a taping. So I'm pretty much assured that they didn't win the Dusty Challenge. So I'm pretty sure that they, they lost. So I'm pretty sure that they will be getting their official call up to the main roster. They've been on there. So it's kind of. I know Gargano is going to be somehow a part of this match. Adam Cole will be in there too. Uh, I was I was thinking Matt Riddle, but Matt Riddle's about to have a feud with Velveteen for the North American title. So I'm thinking maybe Keith Lee, maybe. Because Keith Lee is, he's, he, for him to be his size, he is agile. I've seen a few of his, like, when he was in the indie scene, he's great. Like, just great. So, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see what they do. I'm, I, like, yeah, I do want to see what's going to happen with the NXT title. With that, you know, Ciampa, Gargano, they did the, they did the write-off where Gargano did the same thing. It's like history repeated itself, but it was reversed. Gargano attacked Ciampa, sidelined him for some time. So I can, I, I hear it. I see it. I see it. But let's get back to the, to the main card. And let's touch on, before I wrap this up, Touch on my hot take, which is the new day. There has been speculation for some months, maybe some years. I know for the past two years, I've heard ruffles, rumors, possibilities of a breakup with the new day. Ladies and gentlemen, I think we're starting to see the seeds get planted. And this is my opinion. You can take it how it is. But 
as a person that's watched wrestling for as long as I have, this is kind of the old school seeds being planted as far as New Day breakup. Pay attention to Vince's promo. If you didn't listen to Vince's promo, I will play Vince's promo right now for you. Pay attention and listen carefully to what Vince McMahon said about Kofi in the Hall of Fame, okay? Just listen to this real closely. And if you are a wrestling fan that has watched it and studied it for as long as like I've watched it and I've kind of studied it and think I have a good idea of things. I know sometimes I can be wrong, but when people when I explain it to people and I bring up the past and how history kind of like continuously to show and repeat itself, they do see where they do get and understand where I'm coming from with it. So listen to this clip. This is from Tuesday night. This is the end segment of SmackDown. This is with Kofi, Vince McMahon. Listen to this promo. I wish he really did deserve this. I, Kofi, look, I've known you a long time. And I'm a pretty good judge of talent. Kofi, if you were worthy of being in a championship match, it would have happened a long time ago. I mean, you're impressive. Come on, some of the things you do, you're an extraordinary athlete. Some of the things you do in the Royal Rumble and as of late, you know, your performance at the chamber and your performance, you know, in the gauntlet match, awesome, incredible. You're an extraordinary representative of our product. Absolutely, I agree with you. Well, let's face it, Kofi. One day, you'll be in the Hall of Fame, but you won't be in the Hall of Fame. You're not going in by yourself. The only way you go and the only way you deserve to go is a part of New Day. And... And come on, let's face it. You're pretty smart, okay? At your age, you've got these two young bucks here around you so you can take the glory and they do all the work. I mean, that's not to say I have anything against that. I don't. Kofi, you have a, a lot of qualities. You're, believe me, I wish you were up to par. You're just, just not championship material. As a matter of fact, no, no, this is not to be a knock, and it's not. I was speaking to someone earlier today in the backstage area, Daniel Bryan, and I think Daniel really hit well, he hit it right on the mark. He said, Vince, Kofi's awesome, but he's a good B-plus player. No need for y'all to get fired because of me. Hold on. Hold up. I got it. Mr. McMahon, I'm not asking for a free ride. I'm not asking for a handout. I'm not demanding a title match at WrestleMania for the WWE Championship title. Nah, man, look. Now, do you think that is a planted seeds of a possible turn, a breakup? Kofi goes heel, maybe. Because it's going to be where Kofi, they're going to try to tell Kofi, you can't win it by yourself you can't do this by yourself you can't even hit the the biggest honor in wrestling getting into the hall of fame without the new day it does make you wonder i've been on record on podcast biggie needs this run he needs a title run he needs to reach for the title he is great one of the best in the ring currently he did his thing at NXT he was NXT heavyweight champion he has all the credentials he has all the the attributes to be the man and I still say New Day can still be intact the horsemen was this way they were this way I just don't want it to happen, but I feel like 
this Tuesday, Kofi has to run the gauntlet. I feel like Kofi's going to win. And I feel like Kofi's going to turn around and this will be Kofi mania. Because they see the hype. They see the built behind it. Why not? There's no one else on the card right now. Think about this. Kevin Owens, I believe, is going to be on Raw this week. Because he's there's I believe it's Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn that's going to be on Raw as the... As the surprise tag team partner for Finn. I'm leaning more towards Sammy than Kevin Owens, you know, but one of those two will be there. AJ Styles versus AJ Styles versus Randy Orton is already like confirmed. So those two are out of the title picture. Mustafa Ali, I could see, but I see Mustafa Ali going for the second tier title before this title. I think that they know where the money is. They know where the hype is. They see where that is. And that is with Kofi Kingston. They see it. Kofi mania. You don't see Ali mania. You don't see Mustafa mania. It's all Kofi mania. Kofi Kingston will be facing Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. I would love to see Kofi Kingston win. I swear to you, if Kofi wins the WWE title, mind blown. Literally, mind blown blown because i really don't think matter of fact i know for a fact there's never been an african-american a black man win the wwe title on the grandest stage of them all never I will lose all my shit. I'm just telling you right, Drew. I'm just telling you right now. I'll lose all my shit. Okay. That's what I think, though. I think that the seeds have been planted. I don't want to see New New Day break up, but I can see this happening. And with that, I'm done. (laughs) I'm going about 50 minutes right now. Um, I want to just thank everybody for listening. I will be back again next week. This is kind of what this was kind of a hectic week for me. I did have a already recorded episode, but I didn't really like what I I didn't like the content. It was literally when I got off work and I was beat tired. So I just decided to just redo it. And this will be put out today. This will be put out Sunday, March 17th. And I'm going to try to get these episodes out before Sunday, just because, you know, I got too, I got a lot of things to be going on. I got other um, businesses and ventures and podcasting and and everything else that I have going on. But I'm going to do the best I can. To, to deliver the, this content out to you weekly. As I said, it will be done weekly. So I will be back next week with a brand new episode. It's probably will be done on Friday. We put out there on Saturday. So be on the lookout. I will be addressing what happened on Raw with Brock Lesnar. Kurt Angle, I believe Kurt Angle will be announcing his opponent. So we'll, I'll let you know about that. I'll give you my opinion on that. Um, I didn't really talk about the Batista Triple H promo. I'll get more into that. I say because I'm pretty much I'm I believe they may have another interaction maybe this week. But I'm also going to do something a little bit different in the upcoming weeks. I was thinking about doing it maybe this week coming up. I might do it as a bonus episode. Matter of fact, that's what I'm doing. I'm doing you're going to get two episodes this this upcoming week. One's going to be a normal episode, but then I'm going to do a bonus episode. The bonus episode is going to consent. It's going to consist of what would I do if I was on the creative team for WWE and I had to do built up Wrestlemania that's going to be interesting it's going to be fun it's going to take me back to when I used to do what I used to do when I was a kid I used to have my wrestlers and I used to make stories and I used to do that I even remember doing some of that with the WWE like with the video games I used to make up federations and do things like that so it's going to be interesting to go back down that creative mind of mine so i'm gonna literally take what i have what we have going on right now as far as the product and everything goes 
all the rivals, all the feuds, all the storylines, but I'm going to take it and I'm going to make it into something that if I was on the creative team, I would do. It's going to be interesting. So be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for the next episode. Make sure that y'all watch Raw, SmackDown, 205. I started getting a little bit into 205. I got to fully get into it. NXT, NXT UK, and any other wrestling platforms. Like I did say, there is other platforms. There's other wrestling organizations out there. I know Impact is doing their thing. I love what they're doing with Ali and Rosemary. That's the only reason why I really want to pay attention or I pay attention to TNA is because of that segment right there. I don't really care about nothing else in TNA other than the Rosemary, Ali, that whole dynamic. Okay. But take care. Enjoy this week of wrestling. I will be back with y'all next week. As I said, enjoy, take care, have a safe week. Okay. Keep me in your prayers. I keep you in my prayers. And I bid you all adieu. Oh, before I, here is the clip. It was King of the Ring. And this is the birth of the Texas Rattlesnake himself, Austin 316. Take care. The fourth prestigious King of the Ring, Stone Cold Steve Austin, an incredible victory. The first thing I want to be done is to get that piece of crap out of my ring. Don't just get him out of the ring, get him out of the WWF. Because I've proved, son, without a shadow of a doubt, you ain't got what it takes anymore. You sit there and you thump your Bible and you say your prayers and it didn't get you anywhere. Talk about your Psalms, talk about John 3.16. Austin 3.16 says I just whipped your ass. Come on, that's not necessary. All he's got to do is go buy him a cheap bottle of Thunderbird and try to dig back some of that courage he had in his prime. As the king of the ring, I'm serving notice to every one of the WWF superstars I don't give a damn what they are. They're all on the list, and that's Stone Cold's list, and I'm fixing to start running through all of them. As far as this championship match is considered, son, I don't give a damn if it's Davey Boy Smith or Shawn Michaels. Steve Austin's time has come, and when I get the shot, you're looking at the next WWF champion, and that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Obviously anything but humble, the fourth prestigious king of the ring, Stone Cold Steve Austin.